Welcome to Page Avenue Crew. I'm one of your hosts, and my name is Adam. My name's Dan. Josh! Ryan! And a special guest behind Dan Marcella. Sup? Welcome to the Dildo <laughs> Show. John Bon Loman. It's our guitar tech, Bon. Hi, guys. I feel good about this this extra energy with Bon here. I miss all you guys so much. Miss you, dude. We were here at my house recording music, and uh, I was like, Bon, stay here and, and do this with us today. Why not? Dan just wanted me to drink beer with him. And I have a drinking partner, so. You're reaping That's the cool. benefits of both having been uh, coroned already. Yep. Just hanging out. Yes. In real life. You're right. I sucked his tongue right out of his mouth earlier. Dang. Next week, I'm just going to show up at Ryan's house. Come on in, Josh. I'm going to say, sorry, I'm here. We're still doing this podcast. Let (laughs) me in. Hey, it's me, Scooby. Let me in. It's me, Scoobs. I'll I'll sit outside on your front porch with your front window open. I really don't give a shit. No, I'm just fucking. Yeah, we'll talk later. Cool. (laughs) Side chat. Um, hey, hey uh, side note, are we in the PAC family one? Is that what I'm supposed to be in? That's it. Okay, good. I'm on the right one. All right, because we're, uh, we're doing questions. We're doing an AMA with questions from uh, our Discord and our Patreon today. Questions, go! <laughs> so, I think we're all on the right fucking thing. We're all yeah. on the same page here. We have patrons at the, what is it, the constant level and up watching this live at the Bang Bang tier asking questions and interacting directly in the Discord, in the PAC Family channel. I'm just reading the names. It's amazing. All right, all right. Can we have a hint of when the next single is coming? Uh, 2025. In the future. <laughs> I bet that's not true. It's Any not hints? true. But Any hint uh, you got? That, that way you'll be surprised when it comes out before that. I'll give you a hint. It's not going to be that long. Hey, are you talking about my dick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seen it. <laughs> I like this one from Christine Louise. Louise. How are you guys? <laughs> I'm good. Genuinely oh. just want to know how you're holding up. Simple question, but motherfuck, that might be the most important question on this whole thing. If you think about it. I was great until I had to log on to this just now. That was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing good. How you guys holding up? Good days, bad days. You know, the use. Yeah, man. I've been, I've been on the struggle bus the last couple of days, if I'm yeah. being honest. Let's talk about that. It's been rough. I'm tired of not seeing my friends on a regular basis. I'm tired that fucking Missouri is a shit show when it comes to anything having to do with this fucking virus. Yep. The novelty of your new nose has worn off, so now you're bored yeah. with it. Mm. My wife works at a high school, and I saw a map the other day that said, states that are allowing teachers the vaccine, every state that touches Missouri other than Oklahoma, <laughs> all of the teachers have fucking, like, yeah. are available for the vaccine. It's fucking yeah. piss poor. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're a fucking embarrassment. Yep. Dude, Scoobs, I'm going to echo your statement. I can't believe how much I fucking miss people. I can't fucking and I believe and it. And I don't even like people. <laughs> and I miss them. Bon, I miss you. <laughs> I miss you so much, Dan. You guys got to get on our I wish shit. I could touch I you. I gave Bon a guitar the other day to fix, and he he stayed at my house for an extra 45 minutes because we kept talking to each other. <laughs> well, that's because I missed you, dude. <laughs> he agrees. Hey, I really miss all you guys a lot, but I don't miss people generally that much. Oh, I do. Like, I'm... I've been going back to work out in the public and it's not my favorite thing. I do like leaving the house and seeing people out in the world and feeling like, Oh, the world still exists. That's cool. But the fact that I'm seeing all those people and not you guys and not friends and not doing other stuff kind of just perpetuates the, the bum out. Like, fuck man. I just want to see the people that I fucking care about and do the shit that I care about. Yeah. I, yeah. I went to Jordan's house 
Jordan Phoenix uh, two days ago to pick up some props that we had to shoot. And I stayed there for like an hour and a half. No, more like an hour. Just I didn't want to go. Uh, my car was running for an hour. I was just like, <laughs> I, I'm not ready to go yet. My mailman, yeah. I like, I chased my mailman. Wait up. How's your day? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I, I, I've been like pretty introverted the last couple of years. Just trying to, you know, just kind of like, I don't know. I'm on a certain kind of path, you know, uh, spiritually and mentally. And then like just doing the family thing and just trying to like get our band going full steam. And like, I've just been like really fucking busy and I've been super, super, super selfish with my time in regards to my friends, my family, like literally everyone. I've just been like the biggest fucking selfish person, like so, so selfish about my time. And now I just like, when the shit's over, I'm, I'm going to fucking hang out. Yeah, you, you feel bad for not texting us all back all the time, don't you? I'm shitty with my phone. I already knew. I already Super knew that. Shitty, but no, I'm serious. Like, like the reason this I read that question, I was like, oh, that's a good question because I I feel really uh, neglectful of like almost all my friendships and relationships, and I just I've been in a really selfish mode the last couple of years, and motherfucker, I'm ready to hang out. I miss motherfuckers. Me too. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, I live real close to you. Can I just come sit in your driveway and we can talk? Fucking right, dude. Hey, call call me, guys. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. I've just canceled my Thursday appointment with you. I'm going to Ryan's house. He lives way closer. I bet he's got a four millimeter Allen wrench. <laughs> I, be- I bet he does. If not, he'll go dig one up or build it. I don't know. I'll I'll build an Allen wrench. <laughs> Evidently, I'm hanging out with Jack Black, according to Discord right now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this Discord is unreal. Dude, people. Know, the best. Yo, everyone, whoever made that Jack Black uh, Photoshop on the on the fucking Zoom chat or whatever. Well done. I had like three, four people at work the other day, like, dude, how the fuck did you get Jack Black on your podcast? <laughs> All thought that it was one, real. Was great. Straight up, I thought it was too. I <laughs> I hadn't talked to anybody in a few days and I was like, oh my God, did they get Jack Black? You guys have been getting like other band friends on and That's I know Ryan, Ryan did a photo shoot uh, in Canada with Jack Black. I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well done. Hey, do you remember when you chased him down and did it? I... I literally turned my head because I was too embarrassed. I was afraid he was going to say no. I did. That would have been all right. He was cool as fuck, though. I know. And I was so happy, but yeah. I was still yeah. nervous. So, everybody, keep yeah. looking for that episode. It's out there. It's just special Jack Black, Black episode. Hey. Yes. Ray Charles STL has a, has a great would you rather, essentially. What is it? I didn't see that. If you had an inch of your dad's dick in your ass. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, God. While you simultaneously have an inch of your own dick in your mom, so you're between the two, would you move forward or backwards first to get out? So do you put your dick more in your mom to, to like, get out of the parallel park situation, or do you back up and get your dad's dick more in your butt? I'd clinch and move sideways. (laughs) It's not an option. Break the wrist, walk away. You're You're in a really... Tight hallway situation. You got tight situation. You got to back up to get out, like a skinny little door, or you got to go forward to get in a skinny little door. Which one do you do? <sighs> oh it man, gave me chill- it gave me chills. That's just a now. lot. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. I just start clinching. <laughs> I don't like anything about it. I'm gonna clinch and jump. How about that? <laughs> Josh gonna pinch and roll. Here, think about it this way: <laughs> if you back up, it sucks. You get bone in the butt more. It but sucks for you because your your dad's dead, so it is a bone. It's a skeleton <laughs> bone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ryan and I get boned by corpses. 
<laughs> by bones. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if you go forward more into your mom, you have to like look at her. Ah, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, back, I'm backing up. I'm backing up. Yeah, for sure. You have I'm to see up. her reaction as you just, penetrate your mom more. Yeah. What if she went? It. What if she went? Oh. Oh God. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm backing up. Yep. Backing oh. it up. I'm backing out of this podcast oh, now. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm backing I'm up from this microphone. I'm, cl- I'm clenching up and jumping. Oh God. You don't know how to play this game. Ooh. Adam, you think... Thanks, Ray you, Charles STL. Is tonight sponsored by Cracker Barrel? I like that question better. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go that one. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Uh, <laughs> all right, well. z- here's a real question. Zero thirteen eighty six wants to know what our favorite band to see live is. Each of us. Story mm. of the year. Story of the year, man. They're sick. <laughs> Brook Royal, obviously. It's Bond's band. <laughs> Would this be of all time or like someone who's active now who we could go see now? How about of all time? Zero, 1386. Tell us. Um, all time, he says. All time. All time. Mine would um, be Pantera for sure. Yeah. Best show I've ever seen in my life. H2O was always my favorite to go see, I think. Oh, man. That's tough. I haven't yeah, seen him in a really long time. That's a hard question. That's really funny. It depends hard. on my mood. You know what I mean? Yep. I agree with that. Yeah, we've talked about a few of these things on here. It's like we don't have favorites anymore. We're too old for that. But like Deftones in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, Man. yeah. I would say Deftones because I have like so much nostalgia wrapped up in it. You know that like seeing it is kind of like a more than just like a visceral. It's like an emotional experience too because it's like yeah, so much of your life wrapped up in that band. You know. Yeah, that would be my answer. I saw Tool in the Anima tour, and that was fucking awesome. So, dude, they were on. Did they play Point Fest or something? Ozfest. Or f- was it Ozfest? Yep. And dude, when they played fucking Stinkfist, dude, when that first couple notes comes in, yep. even in Riverport, in an amphitheater outside, I was like, this is the coolest sounding thing I've ever heard in my life. I saw, I saw them at the American Theater on that tour. Fuck. Dude. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Remember when Rage played Riverport with Wu-Tang? Wu-Tang didn't show up? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was good. Man. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. just played Riverport by themselves. Yeah. That I was thought that tour dope. got canceled. No, Rage played. Uh, it was the Beastie Boys and Rage tour that got canceled, I mm. think. Is that one? Muse Probably. Is, Muse is the best sonically sounding show I've ever seen in my entire life. That's an objective fact, dude. I've never seen yeah. them. It's, it's it, unbelievable. That's like your opinion, man. And it was and it was outdoors, and it was the best show I've ever heard. Is it that one that we, that we played with them that one time? No, no, no. no. This was at... Do you remember that? Uh, we played a festival with him and he, yeah, had, the, yeah. like, he had the cab was, like way off in the back, mic'd behind the stage. Dude, the, we were, it was like off stage. Yeah, it was like off stage. That was yeah. in Florida. Yeah. Florida. And we were like, we we're like, what? Because we were like walking to catering and there's like a cab right here just in the back. And we're like, it was, and it's mic'd. And we're like, what is that? Why do they have a cab? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I think it was for their tech. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. What about Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen them. I'd like to see them. Do you, you ever seen them live? in Atlanta back in the day? Yeah, we played with them. Wait. We play with we play with them and stood oh, on the side uh, oh, stage. Josh, I mean, yes, you yeah. have. You but watched like, from the side of the stage. Yeah, yeah, but like, well, we did. I don't know. If as like, uh, I wasn't as into them then as I am now. So like, I'd like to see them now. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yo, um, not our genre at all, but Mumford and Sons. I went and saw Saint Uh on the Wilder Nights tour, the Electric album. You know, my wife's like super into them, so I and I, I dig it. So I went like more to go with her and dude it was fucking phenomenal unreal the pageant pageant on the second record so yeah like good. full yeah all acoustic and all that shit yeah man yeah when you see like you can tell like 
It's like you can almost tell there's certain songs that are written with like an arena or amphitheater vibe like in mind, you know? Like those mm-hmm. all those songs translate so well to like a massive outdoor setting. I don't, yeah. Uh, 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 even on that electric record, you know? I don't know. It's like a hard thing to pull off, you know? Because it still sounds like super indie and small if you listen to it. Like the drums are really small. Yeah. It's like a really indie sounding record, but like the songs are structured and they're just like really open. And they just, you can be in the lawn at an amphitheater and it's just like, still like in fucking credible you know i saw i saw mute math at the pageant mm-hmm. and it it's one of those ones that it sounded exactly like the record but i wasn't mad about it yeah like it sounded like the drum tones like everything yeah. was exactly like the record wow. and it sounded so good those are like some really like wet just weird drum tones it's it, yeah, it, it's it's bizarre. There's no like reverb to them. Yeah, it's, it's really like, strange. Blah. But it's it's it it's it was really like, good. Like the uh, like the drum heads aren't tuned tight. They're like all loose or something. Yeah, like it's really 100%. weird. Yeah, it's either that or they got like fucking duct tape all over them or towels. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's it's amazing. They, they were really good, dude. On that sounding like the album thing, I know I don't want to like beat this muse thing to death, but. That cab off to the side and all the different kind of shit they do with gear is like on a is on a level that I haven't heard of any band doing where they'll like number one, their, their dude who runs sound for them, like their their front of house engineer, is a studio engineer who's worked on all their albums with them. So they have actual gear that they used in the studio. Like they'll have one specific rack thing for like one delay thing that happens in one song. Yeah. So when that happens, he'll just hit it. And it's the exact signal chain that was in the studio, yep. and all that kind of shit. And he builds it. He builds it from scratch. Yeah, like all that shit puts them on a completely other level because it's not like some other sound guy trying to figure out how to make them sound like the album. It's you know the four people that were responsible for that sound out there on the road nailing it every night. That's yep. crazy. Hey, here's a great question: What was the most awkward moment you had interacting with a fan? That's from Vincent <laughs> Rob Billiard, forty-one. That's a great question. Most awkward moment you had interacting with a fan? Was it the time that one kid had a boner? Which time? <laughs> when Sam was like, Mike, that guy had a boner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was it like a signing or something? Yeah. Oh, my God. Remember that? No. And Sam was like... Sam was like, Adam, suck it. Suck the boner. <laughs> suck the boner. We were in England once, and we were on Taste of Chaos, maybe? I don't remember. We were doing a festival. We did a signing, and that one dude... He was taking a picture with me and had his arm around me, but also had like a cigarette in his hand, and it was like right by my eye. <laughs> and it was like it was just going the whole time. And I'm sitting there going, somebody was looking at me. One of you guys was looking at me, going, "What the fuck is happening right now?" It was like right here. Oh, that's good. It sounds it was, like my mom at the bowling alley after we're done bowling on Sundays when I was a kid, and she was just all drunk. Like, honey, come over here. God, it was like so right in my face. I was so pissed. Why didn't you get a drag? Hey, what are you little girls uh, whispering about over here? We're having our own show over here. Hey, Josh, no, I, I was going to correct that and say I think probably your most awkward interaction with a fan, isn't it? Wasn't there a fan that claimed that you had a kid with them? <laughs> well, I didn't really interact with this person. That was on the internet. That's an interaction. Yeah, isn't it was it? after yeah. you guys interacted. You know Check what I mean? Yeah, so, somebody, somebody on the old story of the year message boards wrote me this like long or wrote like this big long thing about how. They said they were pregnant with a kid of mine <laughs> in like yep. DC and they didn't know how to tell me and talk to me about it and whatever. And I was like, I was thinking about it going, well, I never did anything. So well, somebody claimed to be Josh. Pretended they were me. Yeah. yeah. And claimed to be me 
the opening band <laughs> on a Goldfinger tour. I'm Josh, that guy with the big dick. He claimed to be that band's drummer. That is some crazy stuff. Josh, yeah, that- I have a confession to make. I got a confession after all these years. That was you? I'm just kidding. That was not oh me. Oh, my God. That's some shit I would do, though. I, be- I was going to believe every <laughs> yeah, second of that. If you spent the time to go on the message board. Yeah, that's not me. I was going to say, every, every <laughs> other interaction with a fan is awkward, so that's a pretty weird question. I don't have a sp- specific one, but like, I'm just going to shed some light on something that happens every once in a while that I know has happened to every one of you guys probably 50 times. And I think it has to do with just, you know, it being 2020 and people spend so much of their time communicating over social media that when they have real life interactions, they kind of speak and act the same way they would if they were leaving a comment on a Facebook post or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I've had fans go like, hey, what's up, dude? Okay. So like, are you like mad that your band's not like big anymore? Or like, yeah. uh, are you mad that like that, you know, your second record didn't like sell nearly as much as your first or like just like a question that I would literally never ask anyone in the entire world. I don't know if it's a generational thing or what, but um, I've caught myself at least a hundred times being like, wow, I can't believe that person just (laughs) said that out loud. (laughs) And they're just super innocent. Like they're not trying to be a dick. They're not trying to be like malicious. It's just like a totally innocent thing. And it's just like. A lot of people just have some fucked up communication skills this day and age, man. Or yeah. none. Well, yeah, they haven't they haven't learned they haven't learned real communication skills, like real world. Yeah, like Scoops. Could you imagine going up to Chino and just being like, "Man, I you know I love your band. I've been listening to you all through high school and everything. So, like, why does your new music suck? <laughs> how come your new albums aren't as good as like White Pony? And yeah. How like, about the guitar tone isn't it that good? No, These people are no. called Germans. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They, do they don't have that that thing with the communication of or the you know the separation of the language that was always in Germany. They'd be like, "So your second single not as good," and we're like, oh, "Fuck!" <laughs> that was the first time I remember thinking that. Damn. I was like, "Wow!" Oh, take <laughs> me back. Are you like that song? Here. No, take me back to when I like your singles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that accent, Bob? <laughs> that that was uh, that went Arnold on you. I'm sorry. That, that was a sh- very accurate German accent. Very good. What's the name and what does she Dude, do? Everybody knows, or everybody in the band knows. Maybe I've said this on the podcast when that. That dude gave me a demo in Germany. Oh man. And he fully did like the Arnold almost like Austrian accent. <laughs> he he was really fluent, but he fully had that accent. And he was like, Here's my demo, uh, it's my band, you know, maybe you like it, maybe you think it's shit. Uh, you know, you listen to it. <laughs> Here it is with some nine millimeter and pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Something about German people, man. They're yeah. they're like they don't fuck around. They just get straight to the point. Uh, they don't they don't sugarcoat. That's great. If you like pizza with nine millimeter bullets on it, you come to the right place. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, uh, more questions. They're just partying in there on their own. I know they're 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 doing uh, the same shit we're doing. They don't give a shit. <laughs> Smoke me out, Will's. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of accents, what's her name? Uh, what's the name? Uh, from Australia, Christine Louise, right? Asked for us to do uh, an Australian accent on the last one, and we didn't do it. We all punked out. Mm-mm, I can't. Nor. Oh, man. Nor. Nor. That's New Zealand. Nor. Come to Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. You just got to call it Australia. Australia. I, I, got, I have one, but it's, it's just a quote from an Australian TV show, so I don't know if it counts. Yes, it does. Nope. Here we go. Now, I've got a year seven boy out there crying. <laughs> he says, you tortured him, you bullied him, and you threw his school bag over the train line. There you go. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty all right. 
You practice that. I'm not going to do one. Australia cunts. Yeah. That's what I say. Andy said, "Say cunts," and you said it right. Cunts. Said oh, it. cunts. Perfect. Cunts. Serena the first. Josh, are you ever uncomfortable with the amount of strangers that talk about you? Talk about your, you know, she's implying your dick. Your wiener. No, I'm You're- so used to it now that it doesn't even bother me. <laughs> what about your peers? But like I don't when Brandon care. talks about it. I don't care. <laughs> Do you get excited when he talks about that? No, I, I, that, it's, it's my dick. It's fine. That's in our DVD when Brandon comes in the, the shower and the dressing room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he goes, damn, whole boy's got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does something like, fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that that's that's it doesn't bother me at all. Anymore. It's almost twenty years in the in the making of him just being used to that. Because in my mind, it's so exaggerated that it doesn't even it's it's not even real. It's technically totally normal. We just like to talk about how how cool it is. Yeah. Mike Ortiz wants to know what's our favorite handmade gift from a fan, and and why is it uh, Mike Ortiz's <laughs> memes? Jk. Um. Uh, that's hard, man. See, favorites are hard. We've got a bunch of stuff from Japan for sure, like scrapbooks and things like that. Fans will yeah. print out pictures. Nobody gives me any. I don't have gotten anything. <laughs> that's because you it. run out. You run out first, and you get in the van before anybody knows we're coming out. Truth. And then I come out ten Gosh, minutes later, like fuck. Bob, where are we eating? Yep. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, Japan always has the best. It's like there's. I have so many crazy like trinkets and custom candies with our faces on them and shit yeah japan wins that battle always Teresa drew me a picture that hung on my wall down here for like fucking i don't know eight years or made me a picture pretty fucking tight we have a couple um, of flags and things from yeah, countries yeah. that have like falling guy on them and stuff like that yep. Yep. there's a japan flag in the yep. dan's bathroom down right there here. i just found a i just found a new one that i don't know what country it's from it's one from panama maddie merch remember he painted that uh constant thing and brought it to the point was it the constant album cover? I don't know. What's the constant? That sounds familiar. Yeah, Maddie Merch painted a thing and brought it down to the radio station. We hung it in the steamy nook. Mm. Shout out, Maddie Merch. Hey, these the all of our Discord fans think that we should open our own P.O. box so people can just mail us shit. <laughs> That's all right. great. At, I love that. Yeah, that'd be cool. All that'd right, be cool. interesting. I got the okay. I'll open it up tomorrow. Yeah. How much does that cost? Is it expensive? I don't know. Probably, it can't be that much. Nah. Someone's going to send us anthrax. That's fine. You like, guys ever had Vegemite? Like like, like a anthrax CD or? Yeah. I, did. I wasn't for me. A tape. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Australian friend. Yeah, Vegemite's not my shit. I never had Vegemite. I don't think it looks gross. So I, I have. Tried it. It's not. It, it's not for me. Nah, it's not for me. Mm, not for me. I mean, you ever seen a vagina by itself? <laughs> <laughs> not for me. What's that from? Super bad. Super bad. Super bad. Yeah. Super bad. <laughs> you got? Have you guys ever seen War Dogs? Yeah, yes. it's in my queue, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I watched it long time. Yeah, it's a good I, movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, I did too. I think it's it great. It's pretty good. I haven't seen it in a few years, but yeah, yeah. it's cool. I just watched it I noticed, the other day. Yeah, I noticed it's on Netflix now. Yeah. I want to rewatch it. I just watched it. Jonah Hill. It's been on HBO or something like that. Like, or maybe it's HBO. Lately. I don't know what yeah, it is. It's, it's on something. It's an awesome movie. You know what comedy is awesome that's brand new? It's And it's still like an in-theaters thing, so it's like 20 bucks to rent, is the new Kristen Wiig comedy. Barb yeah. and Star go to uh, Vista Del Mar. You guys heard about this? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I it looked it. like it, it looked fucking terrible, but I assume <laughs> it's probably all right. It's super over the top. It's almost like Austin Powers level over the top. Weird shit yeah. happens. It looked like so bad that I I don't I I was like, man, I won't pay for that, but I'll watch it someday. We watched it twice. <laughs> 
I mean, we well, pay 20 I bucks to rent it, so. Then, then I definitely won't watch it. Dude, it's fucking funny. <laughs> Just Wait, I lost it. Mike Ortiz had a great question. I lost it. Lost Is it, it when you're going to do the Wolves stream? No, I, I lost times. it. Uh, I can paraphrase, though. He basically asked, has COVID and quarantine, like, in, influenced any uh, songs or, like, how, or how you or, or how you've written music? That's, that's pretty much along the lines what he yep, asked. I see it. It's yeah. definitely impacted. It's definitely impacted my lyrics for sure. <laughs> yeah, Josh hasn't written any lyrics because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. It will impact. It hasn't for me necessarily yet, but I haven't written a whole lot of lyrics for the new shit. I just have a lot of melodies and a few lines here and there, but. Um, yeah, it will. I think it's two ways that right off the bat. One, we would probably already have it finished. We would have already been in the studio and already had it finished well, yeah. if it wasn't for fucking COVID. That's the obvious one, obvious one because we were- Time-wise, time yes, it has set us back. We were talking about this uh, last March, if you guys recall. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, for me, like we talked, I won't get into it real hard because we talked about it last podcast. But yeah, for me, it's just, writing has just been like a form of like almost like meditation and- m- something I do for mental health at this point, you know? I mean, there's always, like, die on the prize of a new record and keeping the band and keeping the business going and all that stuff, but there's a couple songs that I was just like, I need to go write something or I'm going to lose my fucking mind. So instead of losing my mind, I just go make shit. And uh, so, yeah, pretty much everything in the last year has been really uh, affected by COVID if it came from me, like, fucking for sure, you know? I can't sing right with a mask on, so it's just really, really bummed me out. Yeah, man, I have some drum patterns that, like, really, like, with a mask on, they're totally different than without a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that question, though. I like thoughtful questions. Good job. Yeah, I haven't been in the mood to make music. Uh, I mean, I've tried. I mean, we've, been, we've been trying, and we have been, but I haven't. It, it's not, I don't know, the whole thing. For, like, the first six months, I didn't want to do anything creative at all. I would rather wait until I'm together with people and have fun. It's just weird. I don't like it. You better get ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to do it whenever, but I don't like being creative whenever I'm uh, stuck and stifled. When you're sad. It's not for me. Josh, I can really hear that fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> I could figure out who it was. <laughs> Did they put a whistle in there when they hooked whistle. you up? Whistle. <laughs> It's a kazoo. Uh, hey, anybody got any questions uh, for me working for these idiots? Oh, that's because I got some. I got some stories. I'm sure. Hey, Bond, I got a question for hi. you, Bond. Where's Where's your hi, Ryan? Where, hi, where's the favorite? Where's your favorite place you've been? <laughs> oh man, with us, KFC oh, in the Goya with, with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you get recognized by the dude, I go this guy. Watch, watch this guy track Josh down. <laughs> uh man. Japan was amazing, but it was like a weird time for me personally. So I think Australia, but I think that's because like Ryan, you and I had like the most epic day ever. I just looked at all, I just looked at all those photos, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. We just went on like a, like a three or four mile hike from uh, Bondi beach to Kuji beach. And then we drank beers and then. Uh, with Glenn, shout out Glenn. I don't think he listens to this, but he should. <laughs> that day in Sydney, well, and Josh getting uh, hammered next to Opera House on screwdrivers. 
Dude, oh, dude, I drank so many S- that day. Sydney, that was Sydney day. was like the best day of that. I don't know but how. Me, but me, you, and Ryan had that one beach morning, and then we had brunch. Oh, yeah, that was sweet. Oh, yeah. That was uh, in Perth, I believe. Yeah, that was Perth. Yeah, yeah. Nah. No, Bon, mm. you remember we got in uh, Sydney on, on that hike? We, no, that's Perth. Do you ah. remember when we got in the water? <laughs> like how fucking cold that water was? Yes. It was like wintertime, then- right? Yeah, it was their winter, but I think yeah, didn't I think the cab driver also tell us that there was like a great white shark attack, like right in that area? Yep. Like, Probably. In, like two weeks prior to that. I think they're all on the Something West like Coast. That. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fucking awesome day. Uh, also, Bon, um, not to put your shit out there too hard, but when we were in Japan, you remember we went to the to, to the shrine and like that was yeah. kind of heavy for you for reasons Man. I won't talk about, but I I have like f- photos of you. That was awesome. From, from that day. And that was like a really heavy day. You know, like even look at, looking at the photos, it's like heavy for me to look at knowing like kind of what was going on. But fucking cool yeah. memory, <laughs> man. You know, that was awesome. Hey, Bon, you got you have more you have more questions on here than the rest of the band. Oh, I got questions. <laughs> hey, you're welcome, guys. Hey, about time this picked up. Are you not in the oh, band? Oh, here we go. Hold on. Because you're better looking than us. My friend Maria here wants to know. Who would I rather be stuck on a deserted island with? Adam, Ryan, Josh, Dan. Adam, you're getting tossed off right away. Um, See you later. <laughs> Ryan, you're... I don't know, man. Ryan could catch the most food, probably. I think Ryan would be the most helpful. He could probably build something out of the, palm, the like, yeah. palm trees. Dog, I was a Boy Scout. I'd build a fuck out of a lean-to. I have spears, but I'll do that shit on my own. See you later. Hey, prove it. I will. Um, I'll say Ryan. Oh, man, Sorry. that's tight. That's kind of fucked up, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to go. Hey, someone asked who I am. That's hey, you're Bon. Who are you, hey, bro? Hey, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> hey, Bon. Who are you? <laughs> Bet you wish you knew. Serena the first. Bon. Who are you? <laughs> That's great. Hey, I'm, I'm, That's like an existential hey, question. Like, I know. Who are bon, you? I'm Bon the second. Bon Lo- John John Bon Loman the second. Who the hell am I? Here's a good one. B side at best. Bon. What is your big biggest what the fuck moment with touring with these dudes? Oh God. Let me think. A couple of them come to mind. Like, I think we're, Ryan, I think we were in Australia and you, I I, want to say it was youth, the solo where (laughs) you, you knocked your guitar out of tune so bad. Yeah. And you just turn and look at me and go, Bon, (laughs) like I was supposed (laughs) to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. What do you want me to do, buddy? Yeah, yeah. We've talked like, about that on here, and we didn't stop the intro or anything. We all just stood there <laughs> for thirty-five seconds. Yeah, I want to say Fuck. it was one of those moments where Ryan just he goes ah! and yep. just stopped and go well, <laughs> and then he tuned his guitar. Oh, that's great. That was terrible. It's it's at least fifty times worse than it sounds on this podcast. <laughs> like it's it was way worse than we could ever explain. Oh, it, it was it was the longest but it, but it, longest it, minute of stage time ever. I mean, yeah. yeah, the best part is, is I just kept the track going. Yeah. 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 We could have just went, ah, oh, fuck, stop it. Why didn't we just do that? Oh, oh no. I can trump all of those. The the Warp Tour, the last Warp Tour ever oh, yeah. in St. Louis. Louis. Yep. Oh, God damn it. Where, uh, you, we you had, know where me and Dan played? Oh, my God. Josh. <laughs> the my first fair. two songs were just me and Josh. Oh, it was so awesome because uh, Josh goes, Josh goes to me, which is pretty typical of him. He goes, I mean, I play good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I want to say... Adam and Ryan's wireless both went out at the same time. Oh. I heard their voices both yell my name in unison, screaming from across the stage. And I was like, I can only help one person. And Adam was yelling louder, but Ryan was closer. So I did it. But Adam had a bass tech that didn't do shit. 
Dude, I well, it was, I mean, well, it was, he I wasn't it was a real base a tech. Like, yeah, you know? I know. So the worst part about that for me is that was my first show back right. in St. Louis. Yep. It was fucking <laughs> mortifying, dude. It was. God, I was so bummed. And it turned out that awful. my shit was completely actually wired the wrong way also. So when I went to <laughs> try to <laughs> to just unplug and just go straight in, like my pedal board and all that was wired the wrong way. So it was not getting to my amp somehow. I, I, I don't remember what the fuck it was, but you God, waited two years to tell me that it was. <laughs> I bad. didn't know that. Yeah. So I, oh my I God. rewired my whole shit like there in the moment during the first song. I felt so bad. That is one of the worst. That was one of those moments. I just go, why did these guys hire me? I can't do anything. I was f- like, that freaking was, out, dude. My shit was on point. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, even, even Dan, I sang like, every word. Well, your mic, they give you a mic that yeah, like the yeah, button the mic cut was out like at some right point where you hold it. It was, it was weird. There is that weird thing that happens sometimes where you can line check everything, get everything ready. Everything's ready to go. Everything works properly. And then five minutes later when it's time to go, like shit will just not work anymore. It's like a weird thing that happens. The gremlins come up out of the lawn. Especially Warp Tour. <clears throat> I think that happens more often than not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because Warp Tour, you have like a 20 minute complete yeah. stage set up and it's like. Yeah, it's it's impossible to have everything go smooth. Well, this is pretty much what I do. Little known fact, I'll, I'll go to the sound guy, the monitor guy, after sound check and go, hey, Ryan's going to ask for the tracks to get way up mm-hmm. after this, so you might just bump them up, okay? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. okay. Appreciate that. Does, doesn't matter. Ryan still goes, hey, man, I can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say the same about vocals every day. Yeah. I've only I ever seen Dan get mad know. on stage one time ever in oh, the time it? that I've you, worked You with haven't him. been touring with us long enough. Now that I drink, I would I, agree. I'm, I'm a lot less mad on stage now that I drink a lot. When I was sober on stage, I was like, this fucking suck. Everything was just pissed me off every day. Do you remember when we were in, we were in California somewhere and someone brought us edibles <clears throat> and I took an edible before the set? Yeah. And I go, yeah. You oh were, my god, it you kicked in. Not, and then Dan came around. You weren't at the, you weren't at the show I, technically. I, like, I took a knee <laughs> with him, and I was like, "Hey, man." He goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "I'm so sorry. I will never take an edible before a set ever again. I don't. I don't know what's going on. It's <laughs> if this uh, if this was the if this was the amp. He was peeking over it like he was going. Oh yeah, Grady. Grady oh, yeah. would send me pictures oh, you mean, from like, front of house. St. Louis shows. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey Josh, remember when I kicked your dad off stage because I didn't know who he was? That's fine. <laughs> Let's let these people listening let him know that, been standing there. that it's kind of a thing when we play St. Louis. Josh's dad just kind of lives in Ryan's amp. He comes on stage and like leans on my amp, but like, stands right behind my amp. He's like fucking on stage, you know. It's like, what are you doing, Jim? Making direct eye contact from like two, <laughs> yeah. three feet away, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even it not. He's not there for me. He's <laughs> listening to Ryan play. It's great. He's trying to talk to you between songs and shit. Yeah, yeah. He he spent a whole set one time like this, arms crossed on my bass cap. Yeah, yeah. He's looking at me. Yeah. It's like all right. We're visible to the whole crowd. Just <laughs> so yeah. which, uh, what gauge strings are you using there, Jim? I'm playing a show right now. <laughs> Jim. Uh, he came up and was like messing with the tuners. I go, who is this guy? <laughs> I was like, I got, hey man, you got, you got to move him over here. And then he, Chip comes over and goes, you know, that's Josh's dad, right? I was like, oh crap. Nah, you can kick, hey, kick him out. Sorry, Papa Wills. Hey, tell him to go stand out back. Who's this dude who looks like an off-brand Tom Petty up here all in my shit? <laughs> yeah. Hey, who's this dude who was in the fifth element? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, B-side at best. I like this. It's not a question as much as it's just like a comment. Every dude in 2003 dated a girl that looked like Adam. That's pretty funny. Uh, Serena the first. Have any of you been too drunk to play? Oh, uh, yeah. We talked about that. We talked about yours in particular, Adam. Yep. Like, too drunk to play, but still play it anyway. 
is the fucking <laughs> the shitty part of the story. I've done that. We've never not yeah. played. I've done that once, maybe twice. Shouldn't have. Yeah, that time in, in Italy that we talked about. Hey, the last time I, we went to Perth, you guys all should have not played but me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. 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 yeah that, uh, you did a shoey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we I have a video of that. That night. Adam and yeah, I. It's because we got downgraded because we were supposed to play the big side. And that's right. We didn't sell enough, so we got downgraded to the small side. And we were like, fuck this. Well, then, and then we, we were got all drunk. like taking naps in the dressing room before we played because we were all yeah, jet we were lagged all, and shit. Not Ryan. Ryan was jumping over Dan's head. We have it on like video. <laughs> like He was like, nope, not going to sleep. Run up and did like <laughs> splits over well, yeah, the top. We were both awake and ready, but them two were like dead asleep right before we went. You're right. That, that was our first show. Yeah. So we, yeah, and it's yeah like we th- had got there the night before. Yo, Perth is literally if you there's a website. It's called like furthesttrip.com or some shit. You put your zip code and then it tells you the furthest place that you can fly on the Earth. Perth is that for St. Louis. Yeah. It took us almost two days yeah. to get Feels there with like our, all our fucking layovers. Josh started a timer. It was like 38 hours. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we also we also missed a flight too because we got held up at customs. Remember with our oh, with our yeah. carne, so we missed a flight. Oh yeah, that chick that chick was yelling at us and stuff. Yeah, it was, the it was like it was forty. It was 40 me hours. and Grady. <laughs> yeah, it, we all stood to the side. I go, I was like Ryan, you need to go over there right now. And Ryan goes, I'm gonna go over there and just be super nice and be super positive, and it worked. No, Adam, well, you I were thought, standing with I, me too, weren't you? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, you just yeah, it was me, you, and Grady, and I was just like. I was getting to that point where I was starting to like snap back because I was getting aggravated. Can't do and, that. And I just, I stopped. I was just like, no. Nah. Yeah. And I, and I was trying to kind of trying to wrangle you a little bit. And Ryan was trying to come with the positive stuff. And I was just to you and Grady, like, dude, sh- no, no, it's cool. Sh- no, ah, ah, don't say that. And yeah. It was just like, look, I'm going to let you guys go. But <laughs> yeah. like she like lectured us. They have a tough like, job, got- man. Those- yeah, She's just trying to scare us basically. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys learn your lesson? Yes, we did. We got a carne for Japan. Side note, do you guys remember when we were went to like the last time we went to South America, went to Brazil and Grady, who's our sound guy, front of house, tour manager. Like See you guys later. We were getting ready to go on the plane and they were like, Yeah, your passport's mangled. Dude, dude didn't even try to like no. Shout out Grady. I love Grady, but he just went, "Okay, see you guys, bye." And just left. And we went to <laughs> Brazil, just the band with no tour manager, no fucking yeah. front of house. We went to the ba- we went to did a South American tour by ourselves. And I just thought it was so funny. He didn't even try to like argue and he didn't try to like figure out a solution like, "Hey, maybe no. maybe we see can He she's like, "This won't work." Okay, see ya. And just left. It's like, yeah. Whoa! And I'm then we not, still have, still haven't been paid for that either. Yeah, yeah. We still uh, half, half of it. We're, yeah, miss, yeah. we're missing fifteen yeah, grand. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself um, really missing Grady, man. Oh, Grady! You know, dude, he, he facetimes me a lot, and I love him so much. But he will never show his face. He just he, <laughs> he he. I asked him, "I love you, Grady, so much." If you listen to this, you know I love you so much. But he will facetime me, and then he won't. You won't see him. You just see, you the, see ceiling the ceiling fan. Yeah. Yeah. And I go. What are you doing? He goes, I just like to see you. And I go, Well, can't you call me? No, I, I can't see, see you that way. I was like, Well, I want to see you. And he goes, No. <laughs> nah, That's it. He'll it. play video games. He plays video games while he calls you. Tom, Tom, Tom Segura said it best. He goes, A FaceTime, like if you don't know it's it's coming, is super aggressive. It's almost like kicking <laughs> kicking in your front door going, Hey, what are you guys doing? What are you guys eating in there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's a 99% chance I'm not going to answer a FaceTime ever unless I know it's coming and I'm prepared for that. Yeah. Yeah. I always think someone's um accident like butt dialing me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I always if someone's 
if someone's FaceTime and I'm like, this is a mistake, they're, they're, yeah, I get a FaceTime. It's either Gabe or Grady. And if it's at night, if it's late at night and it's Gabe, I know he's at a bar. He's probably with Dan or Bon or Mark and it's going to be weird. So half the time I'll answer just to see what fucking weird shit's going to happen. But with Grady, 99% of the time, same thing. I don't answer. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not in the mood to be like on a camera and shit right now. In in all of our friends' defenses, like I do recall many a times uh, being in a different country and FaceTiming our friends back home and Adam pulling his butt cheek as a party <laughs> and being like, hey, show, hey, Bon, show, uh, show Dave our, uh, my new tuxedo. And I'll flip the camera around and you got a full spread butt cheek. And the full anus. That would be a butthole. Yeah. That would be the B hole. Adam, do you do you ever just like be normal? Do you ever just like sit there and just go, man, our first story of the year DVD that went gold. <laughs> I have a gold plaque. It ends with the microphone cable going into my butthole. Yep. <laughs> yep. I never knew whose butthole that was. And not just a quick flash of it, like <laughs> we follow the cable all the way through the bus. Like, oh, what's it gonna be? What's yeah, gonna yeah. be at the end of this? It's my anus. <laughs> Who's got the uh, Who's got the mouth in that video or in the? It follows like it's yeah. The, yeah that, uh, I have a mouth. That's the there's we had to put the we put the mouth over the uh, over his butt to censor it. Yeah, because you can't show. Yeah, Who, yeah. whose whose mouth was it? It was yours. It was Nick Lambrew because he had to censor it. But us editing it, like, is <laughs> just you know something to watch, man. Like all that shit, like you know Josh in the shower with his dick out. Like that's like we have all the raw like raw footage of like all that stuff you know it's just great yeah it's great man the fact that we like we didn't just show it like oh, oh that's funny like <laughs> we we cut it to the music so it would go dead end dead end butthole 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 <laughs> it just keeps coming yeah at the fucking screen oh it's so good yeah oh it's so those good. dvds were something special especially i didn't work for you guys then and i was just like who the fuck are these dudes like <laughs> yeah lots of lots of naked going Dude, on and, and the label was so freaked out the reason we had to blur so much shit is because the label was like, no one is going to want to be associated with this. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, yeah. Little did they know. Sup, Platinum Records? Yeah. yeah. Where's yeah. my plaque? Where's my plaque? We were the first ones to fight the system, man. I will say, though, that, <laughs> that, that uh, you know, the first two albums that we had with Maverick and Warner, dude, they were wonderful. They just let us do all that shit yeah. and never told, they never said anything. They were just like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just did whatever the fuck we want. And they were like, okay. Yeah. That that shit was awesome. Like as a, I was a local band guy at the time. Like we'd watch, like you know, everybody followed y- y'all's lead. You know what I mean? Like we'd watch those videos, and everybody'd be like, "Well, I guess we have to make a, a DVD now, where we have to get <laughs> naked and create." Like, mm-hmm. uh, think about how many bands in our area started doing like spin kicks and throwing their guitar around and stuff yeah. like that. It yep. was like, all right, well, who's going to show their butthole in the video? One of us has to do it. <laughs> yeah. We and were definitely what? the only band that had a VHS tape out. In I, believe that. I believe that. <laughs> and guess what? How many I other bands? I guarantee that. How many other bands got out? None. Because none, no one were uh, willing to show the butthole. Yeah, that was well. it, dude. You're welcome. See, that coincides with somebody saying my basement looks like a casting couch. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got a picture of me next to a casting couch. Because, yeah, we, my mom's gonna we, used love to hold, this. we used to hold tryouts down here. Uh Butthole auditions. That's how Adam actually joined the band. That's how I got hired to be a tech. No, and then they said they said that I got a lot of windows, which I do. That's because it's this walkout basement over here. You know, don't worry about it. You know, I, I got that high, that big uh, Overland money, son. Yo, a couple of questions that got uh, voted up a little bit. This we should answer this in some way, even though we don't know the, the definitive answer. I would say, Serena, Serena the first again said, "If the August shows still happen, are you going to play the full albums 
or do something different? Since we did full albums on the live stream, the question is, will we do, as advertised before, the full albums? I would say yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's, yeah it's a different experience. I would yeah. say yes, but then like we should add a couple extra songs too. Yeah, we'd do play more. Yeah. yeah, we'd probably play more than the live stream. But I would say no. Fuck them people. <laughs> I agree with Josh. Um, and plus, we are we just worked so much on uh, learning all those songs again. And although it's been like four months or five months now, so we probably don't remember them anymore. But uh, we did a lot of work for that. So yeah, we might as well just do that for real in front of people. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. we have some we have some B sides that we promised people we would play. So Teresa. don't do it. Yep. Yeah, we held out on one specifically. Spice Girls fan Maria. Wants to know, would we ever devote podcasts to breaking down our music videos, like behind the scenes, funny stories, et cetera? Totally. That, that was uh, an idea early on with the podcast. We just, I think it's harder to do remotely like this. So when we're back together, that'll be easier to do. And that'd be a tight YouTube thing as well. Do you guys have a favorite music video that you've done? That's a great question. Mm. You know what, guys? I'm going to put that in Discord real quick. Hang on. <laughs> Go ahead and type that in. You can type, type it in. It, type it, type type, type. Mine is... Take me back. The one where you're wearing a trucker hat? <laughs> yeah, you did, you did have a trucker hat. Dude, I was going to like <laughs> poke fun at that because I was like, that's the only video. Adam, like, Adam's wearing a hat. That's super weird. I've never seen you wear a hat. We were trying to that's just- That's amazing. The original idea was to make it like a, a 70s era inspired by like- um, Dazed and Confused? Yeah, inspired by Dazed and Confused and, and Varsity Blues. The label wasn't down, but we still tried to make it aesthetically be more like kind of just that vibe. And the idea was that we were playing at a party, like a keg party out in the woods. So instead right. of dressing like we would on stage, we kind of just dressed like some 70s kids. And if it makes you feel any better, I totally, I caught that whole vibe the entire time. I was like, oh, it's like a Varsity Blues, Dazed in, Dazed in Varsity Blues movie video. Yeah. yeah. They, even, they even made the truck look similar to the Varsity yeah. Blues truck. That's you know? probably what it was. Yeah. Like the main, like. That was, uh, that was our friend Ryan Smith who did uh, about five of our videos. He's yeah. amazing. And that was cool. I do love that video. Yeah, I would say Take Me Back uh, would be tied for first with Miracle. I I'm going to say Miracle movie. just because, shout out Jordan Phoenix did that. Um, I think we I pulled Jordan. off something special because we did it on like a shoestring budget because, you know, that Wolves was all self-funded. It was just really like fucking a bunch of dudes that really cared and really gave a shit. And we just kind of built this like little crew and just went out in guerrilla style and just shot st- stuff like with no money and just, you know, I, there's something magical about that dude, you know? And we just made this little, we built this little world and Jordan directed it. And, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. It looks like I it cost. That video. I mean, I, I don't want to say on here how much it cost, but, um, $1 million. It, it cost was $3. one, <laughs> seven bucks. Yeah. One extra value meal. I have a bike that costs more than that video made. And it looks like Bond was in it. And it too. looks I was. it looks like it cost twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Because you know? we just fucking went for it and just did it. Like, hey, we're just gonna make this. We don't have a budget. Mm-hmm. You're our friend. We all want to make something fucking sick. Yeah. And that's what we did. And what a testament to Jordan where he like probably lost money making it just because he really cared and he like loves Story of the Year. I mean, he grew up on our band and what a testament to that dude. Like, I, I'm just, at this point in my life, I would rather work with someone who's passionate and someone who cares than fucking, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what your credits are, whatever. Like, I would way rather work with somebody that just gives a shit about what we're doing. And that's Jordan. 
For anybody who doesn't know, uh, anytime you see two of me in that video, Bon is is the stunt double. He's that my was other, me. He's my other half in that video. And you can also see my hat in the background of the uh, Asian restaurant. Because hey, if you if you look real close on one of the wolves' wrists, you can see like a little bit of like dark like grease paint. <laughs> it really shows up in the video. <laughs> Uh, little fun hey, backstory. Is that a dig on Adam because he made you do Adam, that? Adam and Josh, I was, I had to be, uh, I had to be in between that argument. That was real uncomfortable. But hey, you know what? Guess what? Video is one of my favorites. Dan and I were just talking about this video like two hours ago. I love that video. Thanks, Brian. Miracle. Yep. Yeah, I love that video. Josh, right. what's your favorite? Hold on, time out. Dylan. Nope. Dylan. The Josh doesn't get an opinion. Dylan says, "How was work?" I just want to talk about this video while I before I forget it. Dylan says, "How was working with Johan as a director for the Anthem video?" I uh, just, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know, but Johan from Lincoln Park directed Anthem of Our Dying Day, our second video, and that's fucking cool. And it was an amazing uh, process. How were the crows to work with? Uh, the crows, have, you know, they were they were a little uh, temperamental. Yeah, poisonous. Uh, did you? Did you? <laughs> Did you have a favorite? Are these crows poisonous? There was one crow. His name was Glenn, and he was a real nice guy. I knew we it. had dinner with his family after the shoot. It was seed. Uh, were there were there any real crows? I don't remember. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. The- oh yeah, they had that one dude, that one that would like fly through the set, and they would like yep. the guy would catch him. Yeah, that's right. Did you guys come close to hitting one? Did you guys hit one? Was our car? Did you try? We sacrificed one. You know, make sure the video did good. It is cool to think about back in that era when, you know. Bands like us were spending a quarter of a million dollars on a three-minute and 30-second music video. It yeah, is interesting yeah. to think about, like, the catering budget for that video costs more than anything we did for the last entire Wolves record. Yeah, do you remember walking into, like, the catering area? Like, Craft we done, like, the Until the Day I Die video. Like, are they shooting bad boys in here? Like, what is this? <laughs> that was a big-ass crew, though. Like, yeah. Because it wasn't just the director and the director of photography and some grips, whatever it was like dozens of people. Yeah. Cause you also had like a whole crew of people that built that set. So the set itself with all that grass and the trees inside that warehouse kind of thing, crow trainers, it was like a $30,000 set. And so you had all those people doing that and kind of dressing the thing. We had stylists. There was just a ton of people. So having a big ass catering thing was, that's just like part of what happens in a production that big. Yep. It's like, no, it's lunchtime by union standards. We all go to lunch. Everybody gets, to eat mm-hmm. and they go back to work. That's why that shit costs two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and then the director has to make some money. The producer and the production company have to make some money. Everybody's getting paid union rates. It's the way it was back in the day. Yeah, interesting. And somebody asked actually. Um, I think we were talking in Discord the other day. They were talking about um, oh the fact that we mentioned last time that until the day I die was seventy five thousand dollars. They're like, what the fuck costs that much money? And they, they were like, I, I bet they pocketed a bunch of that. And I responded like, no, we pocketed zero. We literally paid for it with record sales. But you think about $75,000, if you've got the two directors and the director of photography and a couple of group people flying to St. Louis, they've got hotels, food, you know, per diems, all that kind of stuff. We're renting a venue. We're sh- we shot it on film. So all that film cost a fuck ton of money, renting the cameras, doing all that shit. And then... Every one of those people has to get paid to just do their job. The director has to put something in their pocket at the end. And that adds up to $75,000 really quickly. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when everyone's working at like a, like a union rate. Like this is how much I make to make a living kind of thing. Rather than like, there's no money. Who wants to do this for fun? Which is what it is now. 
I know that I was in every single shot of that fucking video, and it was seven thousand <laughs> degrees in that fucking venue. That was crushing a, those drums. It was at least one hundred and twenty degrees in there. No joke. It ew, was ew. miserable. And then they go, "Hey, you'll be in all the shots all day. We're gonna do your close-ups last." Yeah. So look good. <laughs> yeah. Was it worth it? It made you money. I'd rather do that every day, all day, than work a fucking regular job. That shit was great. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like someone's already found me in the miracle video and posted the picture. <laughs> <laughs> They're good at that shit. This uh, Vincent asked if uh, if you know the first time you met us. First time I met you guys. Yeah, isn't that what that said? I think it said uh, first time I heard you guys. Heard or met? Fine, either one, both. Um, I I actually do. I had a I was at a friend's house in old GC. What up, GC? Shout out. What's that for people who don't know what that is? Granite City, Illinois. Granite the City, I, Illinois. I went to high school in. On the other side of the river from St. Louis. They, uh, I had a friend that just had a CD in his computer, and I turned it on and started playing the song, and I was like, what the hell is it? Like, dude, this is awesome. And it was in the hero. Will Drown. Came on, and I was like, I was like, holy shit. Like, this is awesome. And they're like, oh, it's the guys from St. Louis. But yeah, I remember hearing that, and I just go, holy crap. I didn't realize they were this heavy, and it was awesome and then the second song's obviously until the day i die and i go oh i've heard this song and i had a bunch of friends that hated you guys because of that song because it was too emo and then i listened to it i literally bought the record the next day fucking a hey you're welcome yeah where's their band hey <laughs> hey where's my plaque it's on the way yeah where's our plaques yeah <laughs> we need that new new hotness hey somebody earlier asked what's our our favorite song to cover personally i don't know if that means like as individuals or as a group? Does that mean like sitting at home just playing a song on guitar or what? Who asked that? Like the medley you guys do? I like to sing Baby Shark in my living room. Each one of you, it was Henry Clark. Uh, we don't ever cover anything, so I don't know. That's kind of weird. But that's not, that's not true. I mean, we do, but not like a lot. We don't cover a lot. Our, of I think our favorite song as a whole to cover is State of Love and Trust. Yeah, yeah you right. Anything by Pearl Jam is just fun as shit. Nope, not anything. I hate singing alive, but I like Ryan's solo, or Ryan doing that solo in alive, but I fucking hate singing that song. <laughs> Why? Tell us. Because it's fucking terrible to sing. Because he's still it's, alive. It's my least favorite Pearl Jam song, so I, I love Pearl Jam, but I don't like that song. Weird. I didn't know that. When I when I play the guitar, like if I'm just going to pick up a guitar and noodle around, I would, I, I don't think I ever play... Like anyone else's music, like ever. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's weird. I don't think about other people's music ever when I play music. Yeah, I just pick up and I just start, I, I just literally just start moving my hands and playing stuff and just noodling. Like I don't ever just, I'm, I'm gonna play a Pearl Jam song. Like that just never happens. <laughs> I'll, I'll, accident, I'll accidentally every once in a while like be jamming and I'll go, oh, that's how you play that, and, I, and then I like kind of learn it. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't like covering songs really. Yeah. It's, it can be. I did when I was like, when we were 15, I loved covering Nirvana and Green Day. You know, that yeah. was like awesome. But I think once you get in further along and you have, you know, a hundred songs that you've written and released, it's not as, it's not as cool to cover things anymore. Yeah. Like, right. Like learning how to play someone else's riff or song or whatever. That's like, that's pretty cool. That's like a five, but writing something that you like think is super dope is like a 10. It's an eleven. Yeah. If it's really yeah, you covering know? covering something is yeah a fraction of the same like uh, gratification. Yeah, as writing something when playing it. Absolutely, I like playing the first Rage Against the Machine record on drums. Yeah, that's cool. I can appreciate that. I would rather cover things on drums. Yeah, like as a when I was a drummer, I liked covering things more. But like singing other people's shit is just weird. Yeah, singing it, I could see how that'd be weird. Yeah, 
I learned to play music by covering mostly like Metallica and shit like that back in the day. I thought you were going to say Mozart. So, Mozart, usually Mozart, um, Bach, um, Chopin. Yeah. But I, uh, and then when I started playing bass for real, I made it a point to learn every single Metallica song on the black album. And that was always fun to me. I don't know. It, it's weird. Like covering songs to me, just learning how to play songs is like cosplay for music. You know what I mean? It's like dressing up like a, like I like to have a, I got a fucking Jedi costume right there. I think that was cool. <laughs> it is. It's cool. Sometimes, it it's cool. sometimes like to just play a song and be like, like I'll dial in like a bass tone sometimes in, in logic or something and be like, Oh, that's fucking spot on. That's cool. And play a song. And it's just kind of fun. That makes sense. Cause I would never cosplay anything in my life. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you pretend but, to be emo uh, all the time, man. Yeah. But yeah, nothing, nothing ultimately compares to playing your own shit and having people sing it back and realize that you've made an impact on people's lives and they're just letting it all out in that moment. That's the best. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool for even for me to like stand there and I look out in the crowd sometimes and I go, wow, this is crazy. My friends write songs (laughs) all over the world. People know it. (laughs) It's super, it's weird. Covering songs is like, is like a cheat code. It's like, you know, you know that people like that. So it's just like, ah, this is easy. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy to necessarily to play those songs or whatever, but yeah, it's it's not the same. It's still fun, of course, yes. But I don't love this. It's, I'm, I'm not, I don't ever really want to be in a cover band or anything. It's not for me. For now. Yeah. Wait until you blow all your money. I'm like really with you on until that. Until it's the story of last year, you know what I mean? It is cool covering a song and like when you really make it your own and just to where it's like the song kind of takes on a new life and almost becomes, you almost have like a, a new sense of like ownership in it. But like, yeah. That's different, yeah. But still, that's like yep. only, that's like pretty rare when yeah, something becomes yours. Yeah, it's like, that's cool. But the rest of the time, I just, I just can't get interested in covers because sometimes I just think it's like just looks a little desperate. Sometimes I don't know, man. I it, it depends on what you do with it. Like you said, like making it your own. Like there are some. Like I grew up thinking of some. Like to reference Metallica again, thinking of some like Metallica songs, air quotes, mm-hmm. as real Metallica songs that were just covers from back in the day that they kind of made their own, like Am I Evil Mm -hmm. and So What and shit like that. That's cool. And I think for fans, I think it's cool to go back and learn what influenced bands via that. Yeah, I just, you just gotta like make it your own in some way, you know? Yeah. Or or else what's what's the point? But then there's a fine line between am I ruining this song or am I making it cooler, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, there's like, sometimes you can make it cooler. And better. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just fucking doing it just to change it, and then it's it's not as good as the original, no matter what. So yeah, there's some songs that are uncoverable. I like doing mean? it acoustic, like at a bar when I'm just hammered. Like I'll do acoustic shows and cover songs. That's fun because then it's just totally different and it's just fun. But me and Bon have a a, a shitty cover band called Two Banditos. We've got one show under our We've belt. We played one show, <laughs> and I will say this: <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been that drunk and played and played guitar. Josh Josh came and sat uh, behind us. Yep, because we did a story of the year song, and Josh and Dan said, "Hey, Josh, come sit behind us because it doesn't feel right unless you're here." You've been struck by the two Benito, uh, and then I got That's roofied. Right. <laughs> that was a different show, different show, different Josh. show. Oh, was it a different same, show? Same place, uh, different time, different place, same place, different time. Oh, all right then. <laughs> you started at that show and you ended up at ours. Apparently, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm looking at uh, questions. Seeing I know, if, me too. If there's anything good. We, we went on a tangent about cover songs. Bon, who can shotgun a beer faster, me or you? You want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let me grab him. The answer is Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan's really good at he it. He is freakishly fast. Ryan 
you are you're quick. Yeah, you're quick. We're gonna one. count you down. You ready? You're good at it. Hold on. We how much do you have in yours? We I didn't even take a drink out of that one. But took, if we're gonna shotgun it, we can't open it yet, right? You're gonna make a you wanna make a mess in the basement here. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> we'll just chug. chug yeah, we we are. I don't want to ruin my casting couch or anything. Ready? Yeah, It'll be three, me, two, one. Chug. Let me ready? burp. <laughs> God, these are bush heavies too. These are yeah. These are some diesels. Whew. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Ready? Cheers. Three, two, one. Chug. They're chugging. They're chugging beer. Still chugging beer. Bond wins. Ah, oh, by a second. Oh my god, that was pretty close. He got me. I'm crying. It's just beer. Oh. It's just beer. He's uh, fast kid alive. He's uh, fast kid alive. Oh my god. That makes that makes for great audio to god, listen to someone smells, chug a beer, right? It smells so bad in here now. Yeah, it smells like old pizza. <clears throat> I wish we had pizza. Woo! <laughs> um, yeah, neither of us were very impressive just now. Look at that. Hey, look at this. Look at this shadow I got right here. Hey, who cheered for me? Annie? Yeah, you right. <laughs> we needed uh, Chris Parnell from uh, Hot Rod to narrate that. <laughs> yeah. This right here is a tattoo of a man urinating on the AM radio and the television. <laughs> you should have done like a, like one of those you know, uh, auctioner guys. Yeah. Yeah, bonds in the lead, bonds in the lead. And here comes Dan yeah. coming in the background. Here we go. Now. Yeah, 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 bond for the win. Dude, you know Chris Parnell's name? He's one of those people who his name doesn't pop in right away. So in the moment to remember it, I always think of the lyrics from Lazy Sunday. And I was like, oh, yeah. Call, call Parnell, Parnell just to see, see how he's doing. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. What up, Parnell? Hello, what up, Parnell? <laughs> What's cracking? Yo, hey, I want to I do, speaking of covers, I know nobody's going to be down to do this. Bond, uh, you know help I'm them. In. You already know I'm in. I want to do, I'm not joking, I want to do a Lonely Island tribute album i want to do like an ep of covers i just want to do pop star soundtrack but i'll throw in those as like the encore people would fucking love that shit and it would get their attention and they'd go holy shit this is weird this is kind of cool and then we'd meet fucking like a rock version do it like us do them like story of the year songs yeah where where were we at where you wrote the entire things in my jeep list was that japan yeah uh, (laughs) on the whiteboard for the writer you pulled the lyrics like what are you doing he go you go hold on and he wrote down the entire thing. <laughs> These are the things in my Jeep. <laughs> you wrote down the entire, it's like 150 words. Can't remember the fucking uh, three notes and how can we go on, but you can remember all of that though. No, if I would have uh, had my phone to reference phone for how, how can we go on, it'd be great. <laughs> That's another one of my favorites Just kidding. too. I'm not Dan kidding. Goes, what are you doing? You know. It's three fucking notes. <laughs> that, that was uh, Pomona, California. Just in case you're wondering, I remember uh, that yep. show specifically. From Pomona, I'm so fucking sorry. It was Anthem or Dying Day, actually. I think that was it. No, it was it's three notes. It was the it was the guitar solo was, of How Can We Go On? Yeah. Oh, okay. It probably was Anthem too, but <laughs> no. Yeah. It was, yeah, I don't, dude. It got in my head, and I fucked up yeah, everything yeah, yeah. the whole show. Other than you ruining the entire show, it was fucking tight. <laughs> like that show was packed. It was full of people. It was great. Like it was yeah. awesome. That show was awesome. We had a bunch of friends come out, and then yep. we went to Del Taco and spent like two hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was awesome. That was like the, that's a moment. Yeah, that was, uh, was like, um, Ryan Mendez and uh, yeah, yep. That was like the only thing open after the show. We had that sweet Airbnb, dude. That place oh, we man. stayed at in Venice was amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> number dude. number one Stody podcast starts with Ryan. Should we wrap? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, let's wrap this uh. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's oh do one God. question to close it. All right. Mike Crony, you could tell he was thinking that, couldn't you? Uh, 
It says, what are different things you include in your rider? We don't have anything fun in our rider. It's but, pretty uh, boring. It's Al- fucking hummus <laughs> and cliff bars. Lately, it's just Salsa, alcohol, alcohol and, jelly. and water and then like chips. There's always peanut, peanut butter and jelly. jelly. We do the basics now. Yeah. Fine. Let's well, for real pick one last one. Cool questions, guys. Did somebody notice Josh already quit? <laughs> I didn't quit. My, I don't know what happens with my internet. I have dope-ass internet, but when I'm down in my basement, it just decides to go, nah, you can't do that anymore. Someone on there <laughs> told you to quit borrowing McDonald's Wi-Fi. Dang. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I did see this one earlier. Scrabble Ship. If we could be a touring member for any band or artist, who would it be? Oh. It's drummer story of the year. Because I'd like to play some shows again. <laughs> yeah, we'd pick our band if we. I could want just you guys play to be in the story of the year too. Yeah. Dan, pick an instrument, a different instrument. Yeah, it would it'd have to be something different. That kind of goes along with the, the cover band thing, though. Like, I I would never be as happy if I was in a band where I just played their songs, even if it was fucking coolest band in the world. Yep. Just wouldn't. It, it would be cool for a little bit, but I couldn't do that forever, nah. dude. I would never do um, that. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, let's say it's, like, let's I would say do it's one I, tour. I would do a tour, and, yeah, and be like, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say Bouncing Souls. Just because I, I, they make me happy on stage. I like just touring with them, maybe happy. That'd be my favorite thing ever. Mm. All right, bouncing souls for Dan. Josh Wills, pick one. Fufitis. Fufitis. That's your official answer. Yeah. I would obviously okay. do that too, but you wouldn't be intimidated. No, <laughs> I right. just tell Dave. Look, man, we're not playing the long version of Everlong. <laughs> well, and, and by watch the way, for changes. By the way, I, would, I wouldn't be the singer of Bouncing Souls. I'd play any of the other instruments because that'd be more fun to me. Oh yeah, is, is talent being included? Because I would be in a um, lot of bands if I nah. was that talented. Yeah, no, no I'd be this, in Thrice. This Let's is the go. what if. No, you have you have limitless ta- limitless talent. Oh, I know what I would do. Thrice is tight. Bond so says Thrice. I'd be in Thrice. thrice. Is I, I like that one. Dude, Playing what? Guitar? Or Dredge. Playing guitar. Yeah, I would do absolutely. All right, I would have to practice for like three straight months, like forty hours a week, full on. But I could do it. Um, if if Phil Anselmo like didn't do pills and like eat live chickens and stuff. And, and if Pantera got back together and I could just play guitar for like a reincarnation of Pantera and do a tour like that, I could fucking pull it off. I could do it. I could, I could play what, Pantera. What if, you're, what if you're a rhythm guitar player for Dime? Dime's a ghost. Yeah. I'm saying I would just be Dime in Pantera. It would take a lot of practice, but I could do it. You'd be a ghost? Uh, it still wouldn't work because Venny's gone too, so you'd still have to find a drummer. <laughs> Oh yeah, Josh, Josh you gotta oh, yeah, play drums. Was, Never would I ever do that. <laughs> but if I could, if I could play guitar, I would love the tour being in Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, that's the other thing I would say. If Billy, as long as Billy Corden octaves all day didn't like talk to me, or I didn't have to interact with him. <laughs> if I could do a, a, if I could do a Siamese Dream tour, that is the yeah. fucking that. All right, if I was gonna play covers like that stuff. Was pivotable. Piv- pivotal. Pivotal. Pivotable. <laughs> that was pivotal. I mean, inevitable. That was pivotal in my, um, you know, in finding my identity as a guitar player, that Siamese dream out. Just the pumpkins that era, dude. Like, you can still hear it in some of the stuff that I play, you know, like to this day. You know? What if he was filming the new Adams Family, though? <laughs> Uncle Fester. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Adam? <laughs> that was a dumb joke. I'm sorry. That was a great joke. Bush made me do it. I would George George Bush. I would probably do Metallica because. Oh, imagine that! I mean, because I think about a lot of things. One, would you play uh, drums in Metallica so we didn't have to watch Lars play anymore? (laughs) (laughs) That would be the hard part though. Is trying to fucking stay with that dude. Um, Do you have short shorts enough? (laughs) Maybe we'll find him. You do. does. I do. I've seen him. But the uh, what would you do? Would you play bass or would you be Kirk or would you be James? No, I'd play bass because they've had 
like three bass players. So it wouldn't be weird. Like I wouldn't be, you know what I mean? Replacing like a, a really pivotal member would be yeah. something that would mess it up. You could do this. So just like time. sliding into the, the bass position would be totally cool. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, the other thing would be Deftones for like a similar reason. You know what I mean? Now that, I mean, what's his name? Is fucking great, but he's not Chi. You know, so getting in that spot would be Sergio from Quicksand. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. I bet Chi would say that Sergio is cooler than 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 him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would tour Deftones if I could sing. <laughs> okay. If and only if. <laughs> but I can't. Well, it skipped so, out. It skipped out on the whole like thing. Like if you had the ability to sing. But I can't. <laughs> yeah. No, but dude, that that would be cool. But would it be as cool as being on stage with Chino? I don't think it'd be as cool. It'd be cooler for you to play drums. Think about it. Nah, you know Abe I mean? rips, though. You know what I mean? Dude. Abe rips, but like I wouldn't want to do anything but play bass and Deftones so I could watch the other dudes and play with them and be like, damn, this is fucking crazy. Everybody watched Chino during those sets. I'd want to know? be in Steph's ISO cab. <laughs> Just inside the box. <laughs> ISO cab. Yo, I have a confession. I forgot Vinnie Paul died. I could tell <laughs> oh, when, you were, when you were saying that. I was like, he's not remembering I this right now. I completely fucking man. forgot. <laughs> I'd be the only person to replace... Yeah, I totally forgot. My bad. Yep. Eh, That's embarrassing, you know. but I'll own it. I'll own it. I <laughs> fucked up. I was listening to you, and I'm like, I don't think he remembers this right I now. I totally forgot. <laughs> That's terrible. Cronin said, Cronin said, don't tell Ryan about John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd, uh, I'd play with the Beatles, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'd just like, team up with John. We'd play Imagine and shit. Oh, cool. my God. Uh, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> dude, right. This I'll Discord. Shout out to the Discord. Yeah, those motherfuckers <laughs> kill the, the dude, the Sodi Discord Instagram handle. If you don't follow it, you should follow it. Oh, it's dude, the, so good. It's officially, the only, it's officially the only thing I look at on Instagram now. At yep. S-O-T-Y Discord. It's my only reason for opening the app. Yep, uh, Josh, you get the America Online Award today. I know. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Dude, this um, this from Believe It's Steve, this one of of Lil Pan. This is Adam's beard. <laughs> Fully, like if I Sorry. grew my shit out, that's about as good as it would get. Like a whole bunch of pubes here and a really shitty mustache. Let's grow mustaches for the next tour. Let's do it. When they did that face swap with you on a uh, Macaulay Macaulay Culkin on from Home Alone, <laughs> Adam. Yeah. All I saw was your little fucking mustache <laughs> yeah, and little, yeah, yeah. little half half chin beard, and I was like, oh god, that is. I never noticed that that was on your face. Yeah, it's real fucking creepy when it gets put on a... I didn't deep. know you grew up in Breckenridge, but that's yep. cool. Hey, Mike Cronin, um, I'm not the best tech. Biff is way better than me. Just letting <laughs> you know. Biff Steele. Where's he at? Biff we need to get him on here. Yeah, he's, 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 Biff is smoking some meats right now. <laughs> he is. Adam, Adam, the uh, on the Sony Discord, Adam Skull asked me if he wants to go down to the Cracker Barrel, that one. Did you look at that one? I can't remember. What is it? <laughs> I did see that one. I haven't seen that. Dude, Adam's Adam's face works the best works on these things for some reason. It's, it's amazing. The technology <laughs> is weird as fuck. You should go look at it. It's so goddamn good. I I started I started sending him pictures, some tour pictures. Oh, good. Hey. Yeah, Bond's been supplying like photos. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's what the reface app, right? My Cronin said that's a Cronin joint. That was his. Oh, it's so good. Oh man. You guys are great. You guys are killing it. Keep doing the Discord stuff stuff. We all really enjoy yeah. it. This is awesome. I would, for if, sure. Even if none of our fans like it, who cares? The band likes it. That's all that matters. I would totally get on this every week. Yeah. I. Yep. I think if you listen to this podcast, you should do yourself a favor and follow that Instagram account because they are on it. They post a lot of things. If you listen to this podcast and you want to be directly involved in this conversation like we're doing right now, these AMAs and all kinds of other shit, you should go to patreon.com slash story of the year. 
You should be a patron. Do it. Yep. At the second tier, I think the $5 a month tier, you can listen in and watch live these AMAs. At the next one up, the Bang Bang tier, you can actually, in the Discord, ask us questions and be part of this conversation. And then above that, there's all kinds of other stuff, especially when we start playing shows, VIP access. There's merch involved, which we need to ship out for all the patrons who are at those tiers. Sorry, folks. Do it. And it's, uh, it really helps us, especially in this time when we're not releasing music yet. It's helping us kind of set up for the next thing, and it, it helps sustain this kind of new business model that we're doing. Helps make the podcast work. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Yeah. So patreon.com slash story of the year. For just five bucks a month, you can support a struggling artist from St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. <laughs> and here's a slow motion picture of this artist suffering. And Sarah McLaughlin's voice. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> yes. Thanks, guys. That was that was, that was my uh, that was my kind of really so cover. <laughs> that was my cover. That was my best cover for the night. All right, wrapping it up for real. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here, bro. As you know, if you want to follow the band on anything, it's all at Story of the Year. My stuff is all at Adam the Skull. Mine's at Dan Marsala. Or you can follow Sturry of the Year. Sturry. <laughs> Sturry. Josh underscore Wills 29. Stupidest fucking thing ever. I am Ryan Phillips. He is Ryan Phillips. Again, patrons, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This was super fun. Fuck yeah. We'll do this again next month. Fucking A. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Bond, for being here with me. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Just fucking suck one. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Can we go up?